What's up, fam? You have joined Conversations with Randy B, where we have real conversations about all things Black. Let's get it started. All right, all right. All right, LC. Let's just try to get this thing rolling this time. We've We're had some technical difficulties. Yes, yes. We're back at it. It's all good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Listen. If the Rona is going to Rona, it's going to affect everything. You know what I'm saying? Every, <laughs> nothing, nothing wants to work properly. It's cool, though. <laughs> I blame everything on the Rona. I'm, like, I blame it, I'm blaming everything on the Rona. Every last <laughs> So you're getting kind of tired of the homeschooling situation. Yeah, or no, just not it's knowing. Like, it's extra. It's like I'm, I'm at home now from work for like an extra month. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. my kids, there's no, there's no like reasonable timeline for when they're supposed to go back. So they're just at home trying to you know, still maintain the same level of focus, which that's impossible because they are around impossible. Stu- they're around a whole bunch of stuff they want to play with. You know, right. so so we're trying to, you know, do that properly. So yeah, it's just um it's funny like like, like my wife and I were actually having this uh conversation last night where it's when we're talking about, you know, the the Rona, it's like I'm I it's not saying that I'm not scared of the sickness. I'm one hundred percent not trying to get sick and I don't want anybody in my family to get, you know, to get sick. I, I have a cousin who's a nurse who's on the front lines of all this stuff. So, you know, I worry about plenty of people, but we were, we were talking about the fact that like, honestly, the financial ramifications might end up being worse. <laughs> like, cause it's like, Oh, I, I honestly think that the fallout, I mean, I'm with you. Of course we want no one to get sick particularly we recognize that people are dying, Absolutely. right? And it's Absolutely. just scary. And that's the that's the worst. That's the biggest casualty. Um, but I think that the long-reaching uh, casualties are going to be people's financial states. And, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't think about just how deep it was going to get. I mean, of course, you think about, you know, I thought about my hairstylist, my lash lady, uh, my nail people, because, honey, it takes a village to keep me going, <laughs> right? This ain't, look, this ain't, this ain't natural, uh, okay? Being, it takes some work, all right? You're being humble. It's all right. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. It takes some work, right? And so, you know, you think immediately about those people. Um, and just as a quick thing, all of you who are listening, try to be creative in how you can support those people who have supported you and been good to you, you know, in their businesses. So, you know, like I have bought packages from people, pre-bought packages. So instead of paying for you know, one set of lashes. I'm like, let me go ahead and buy a package of 10. I got a discount, but then there's money for those right. months that my lash lady right. isn't working, right. right? And thinking of those kind of things, um, today I have a, a girl who uh, called Cupcake and Bake Shop in um, Oakland, the East Bay. Sister owns the, I mean, she makes the best freaking cupcakes. But I'm like, you know, if you can't go out, people can't buy cupcakes. She was inventive and says, we'll deliver them to you. So I'm not, I'm already getting big right off these corn, you know, these, um, these corn chips and stuff, these barbecue corn chips, and I'm just home. So I'm eating more. And, but I ordered a hundred cup, a hundred dollars worth of cupcakes to be delivered to the emergency room. Today, oh, wow. That's right. Amazing. So I can support her and support the emergency room workers. They're not trying to say, oh, yeah, I'm so no, great. No, no. Cause, of course but not, I'm but just saying, think out the box of what you can do. Right. Um, there's a sister owned caterer around here. They, um, work out of one just small kitchen very clean they usually do big you know weddings and 
graduations and stuff. They make great soul food. But now what they're doing is you could go, they bring it out to you. You can order dinner for your family. Right. Right. So, I mean, hell, I'm getting sick of my own cooking. <laughs> um, my youngest son cooks. So like the other night, Friday night, we had fried fish, collard greens, mac and cheese. And so, you know, and I'm happy to support that business. Right. Because it's the, the financial kick is going to freaking hurt yeah, us. No, same same thing like a lot of the you know the restaurants that you know i love you know they're not seating people anymore but i still try to you know go and just you know even if i have to quickly run in there and run out with some stuff or you know like i'd rather i'd rather right. do that because i don't want to see you know anybody hurt too bad but it's like you know I'm, I'm looking at you know all these news reports where i think it was um i think jp morgan or something like that estimating that within the next week or two weeks or something like that they think unemployment claims might even go up to like 2 million people, which would be roughly, I think the worst in American history or something like that, where it's just like that. Yeah. That it's going to be, is, it's going to be the that, great that depression. Stuff is, 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 is frightening, man. Cause it's like, I, I remember it's... even before all those numbers, you know, started coming out, I remember when, you know, when my job first started telling people to, you know, work from home, like, you know, thankfully I'm an employee, but, somebody was having a conversation like, okay, so what do we do about contractors? Right. And then, right. you know, one of, you know, you know, the chain of command, my boss's boss's boss or whatever was like, Hey, listen, if it's kind of up to the discretion of the manager, if the manager is comfortable with the contractor working from home, then everything can just run smoothly. But if not, then that effectively ends the contract. And I'm just like, damn, motherfuckers is getting fired. Wow. And they, yeah, through no fault of their own, like there's no, through no like, fault, no fault of their own, like they're gonna lose, and this is probably the worst time for people to be out of work when, especially, work is slowing up and things of that nature. And it's like it's literally nobody's fault. It's like nobody's fault, right? Nobody's fault. And where do you go get a right. new job? I mean, outside of grocery stores and Amazon, probably UPS, and I'm even assuming. Amazon. I remember at one point Amazon was like, "Yeah, we're limiting deliveries," you know. So it's like so I don't even know right. Amazon counts, you know. <laughs> No, they, they, I think they're hiring like a hundred thousand people or something like that because everyone's getting stuff delivered, which, yeah, yeah. So they're going, I mean, but what I'm saying is if you were an engineer, you know, working at Amazon may not be fulfilling your dream or certainly, certainly not fulfilling your pockets in the same way. So it, it, it has me very worried. Like, um, it, it, it's because I know eventually this, you know, they say, what is it called about the, the curve will flatten. Mm -hmm. Although I think it's going to be slow because, you know, because I was asking a friend, I said, well, why in China did they get a hold of it? You know, once they went public, because, you know, they were hiding it for a while, just like America was. But like a whole two months, our president like a whole did two not months, own they it. said nothing, like nothing. Right. China said nothing. But let's also say that our president here was also saying it was a hoax. Mm -hmm. And we are very behind the eight ball. So, you know, it's easy to point the right. finger no, at other all, countries. But our stuff was ragged. Listen, it's, if, if we want to talk so, about it, it's all bad because like. You know, maybe my timeline is a little bit, you know, messed up. But from what I, at least what I recall, I think it was like back in October is when things started getting a little bit hectic in China. But then we didn't know about it until yeah. about December. But then by January, everybody, at least on this side, was like, hey, we need to go do something. But then it was basically a hoax until last week. And now all of a sudden people want to go. Right run around talking about, hey, let's get people some masks now. And it's just like, no, we needed masks like two, three, four right. months ago. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, he had the leadership in this has just been horrible. I mean, y'all got Cuomo that he's half, you know, he's doing, but 
you know, that idiot in charge. He's the reason why it's going to go for a while, um, I think. And what I also wonder, but, you know, when I was saying, like, how did China get a hold once they became public? And I, and I was like, you know, what's wrong with Italy? And, you know, they're saying America's going to follow the same suit, is that that's a totalitarian state. Like, if the dictator says, y'all freaking stay in, they stay in, or right. they get beaten and arrested, right. as we saw. Right, and um, to, to that point, um, anybody out there listening to this, my wife and I actually just watched this yesterday. You can go on YouTube right now. I don't care if you pro-Trump, anti-Trump, whatever it is, right? On YouTube right now, there is a video called How the Government Botched the Coronavirus uh, I forgot what the rest of it is, but the key words are how the government botched the coronavirus thing. And it literally gives you step by step how we decrease, like the, the nation decreased funding for things like the CDC. So they're not able to get yep. testing. And like the reason why other places were able to get a handle on it sooner is like, even though we don't have a cure or a vaccine for it yet, if you have more tests, you can test people and then tell they ask to stay the fucking side away from other people so right, they don't right. go out and start infecting other people like that's literally un- until you're able to actually do something about it the best thing is like hey you you sick go stay in your house so the people who are out here don't get sick too that's literally how you get a handle on it but at this point i think we're about i think there's i, I this could be wrong but i think um up until this point only about thirty thousand tests have been run here or at least as of like a week or two ago, only like 30,000 tests, whereas China was running like at least in the first week they knew about it was like 66,000 tests, which is like, yeah, if you're right. running more tests, you can tell those sick people to just, hey, go over there for a second until everything clears out. So then that- Well, and the thing is, though, but what they're telling us that a lot of people are asymptomatic, right? And like I remember seeing um, when, the, when the third guy, the third basketball, third basketball player said he had it, but he was like, I feel great. I could play 10 games right yeah. now. When I got back from being on the road, um, and of course, I know I had come into contact in some way, you know, by the time I've been to three different places and things like that, I self-quarantined, right? I just, I didn't, I felt fine and I have felt fine, but I acted as if I had it because why is my and I live in a place with a, a lot of elderly people? Why is my selfish butt gonna go out there if I if I don't have to? I work from home, mm-hmm. right? So just because I want to have drinks with my girls, right. right? So I just acted like I had it and stayed in because you could be passing it without knowing anything, to, yeah. without knowing it. And they were like, you as one person passes it to ten people; those ten people pass it to ten more. That's a hundred people just from you. Because you wanted to go have some margaritas and, and chips and guac <laughs> yeah. with, with your girl. Yeah, right. Right? I love drinks like, it, it, I love know. brown liquor like the next person, but it ain't enough, man. It ain't enough. <laughs> it ain't enough, right? And so, and don't get me wrong, I've been getting my liquor on while oh, I'm home. It's cheaper. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, though, no, actually, it's funny because Aaron said to me the other day, he was like, I'm trying to set rules where I don't have the first drink till four. I'm like, this that. That's what's going. That's gonna be another downfall. We're gonna be broke, and all we all gonna be like <laughs> alcoholics. <laughs> if anything, for me, like you were mentioning earlier, like I really have to put down some of the food because like, I haven't. I, I now haven't worked out in a couple of weeks, and it's like, nah, this this can't, this can't, this can't slide. I can't uh, start to balloon up, and then by the time I actually do go back to work, I look like a completely different person. They're like, hell, what, what the fuck happened to you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, 20, all of us are gonna. 20? All of us are going to be big. We just have to accept that 
it ain't gonna be no hot body summer this summer. <laughs> Not 2020. It's canceled. Every most people are gonna be big. I mean, it's just you know we eat in times of stress. We're at home. We, we can can't possibly work out as hard. We're not moving as much. So let's just go ahead and embrace each other's bigness. <laughs> so we all feel comfortable. We're not stressed. Like if you know, misery loves company. If the rest of my peeps are big, I'm comfortable being big. No, my, my only problem is I wish I could do that. I do have like a, a number of friends who are trainers. And it's just like I oh. keep getting pulled into uh uh the fucking like IG challenges it's like hey man go do fifty pushups like man I was sitting on the couch bro like I don't want to do no goddamn fifty pushups <laughs> but hey I'll do well, listen I'll do it just so y'all get off my ass <laughs> well you know I need to get some better friends or maybe you need to get better friends because me and my friends we've had I swear on Friday because I um moderated Black Bourbon Society has a Friday happy hour now. I advise it to anybody who loves bourbon. It's really fun. And it was a virtual uh, black uh, society of black people who drink bourbon, love bourbon from all over the country. And we sat up and talked and uh, drank. And I don't really drink brown liquor, but you know, I had to do as I'm done, you know, as part of the moderation job. So I had that. Then I had my friends happy hours. By Friday, I could barely stand. I'm like, what is that? You know? <laughs> I'm like, my job has changed a little bit. Um, but at least I can, from a shape standpoint, from a shape standpoint, I can, at least in my mind, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is all bullshit, but at least in my mind, mm-hmm. I can justify just straight brown liquor. I'm just like, hey, man, it's a little bit less calories when I ain't mixing it with nothing. I might be drunker <laughs> than I was uh, beforehand, but hey, it's cool. Like, it's just the brown liquor. You, you will sacrifice for hey, your health. Just a little you bit. You know what I'm saying? I'll sacrifice the sugar for, you know, a couple of more drunk brain cells. It's cool. It's cool. It's all right. <laughs> You know, I I think that my anxiety from all of this, because, you know, I am a optimist on steroids, like I'm very optimistic. I know that we will all get through every we will all get through um, somehow, some way. And I honestly think some good will come out of this. Right. But what I'm wondering, I mean, what stresses me that I've learned is I don't like uncertainty. I, I'd like to know, just like you said earlier, how long are we talking? You know, when, if someone says to me, okay, Randy, you're going to be on this self-isolation until June, if I have a date, but then some people will come out and say something like 18 months. Like it's the, it's the unknowing that scares me today. Right. Right. Cause it's like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I guess I can be on the other side. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a pessimist. I'm not a pessimist. It's just that like, I like to think of, not because I want it to happen or I'm expecting it, expecting it to happen, but I kind of think mm-hmm. of like, what is the worst possible thing that could happen? Just so like, if it did happen, I wouldn't, you know, be a complete train wreck about it, right? So it's like- I, I do that so, too. So when it comes to like, you know, those estimates, of course, like the 18 months they're hoping, not hoping, but they're, they're thinking of like, you know, the worst possible outcome. Just so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's better to prepare for the worst than to- you know, be optimistic and then be woefully unprepared. And then now you're just, you know, behind the eight ball trying to catch up to, to, to everything. So I don't think it'll last necessarily that long, especially if people do in the interim what they're supposed to do and just distance themselves as, you know, much as possible. But you also, but then you also have situations where, you know, all there's a whole bunch of teenagers and people in their early 20s saying, fuck that spring break. And they're all <laughs> on the beach right, right. right now. And I'm just like, all right, that's stupid. But I'm like, okay, guys, like, <laughs> you know, but, but that's why like we're that. not. 
it's going to take us longer. That's what I mean. Like, you know, because it's not, we don't have the government, thankfully, you know, most of the time that could say, stay in your house or we're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also, Americans are extraordinarily entitled. Like, you know, these people are used to doing what the hell they want to do. So right. I just don't see us effectively shutting this stuff down as quickly as we'd like to because we're an entitled society and we're a capitalistic society. So I believe the minute that they are like, okay, we can go back to work as usable. Yeah, some of y'all might, half of y'all might get to rolling, but we got to roll. We got to roll. The economy has come to a stop. I think the minute that happens, they it's on. Right. And I think part of the problem, though, I think it also links back to the uncertainty that you're talking about, because whereas the uncertainty for you might give you some of that anxiety, which rightfully so, the uncertainty for other people manifests itself as, well, then I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm going to continue my life as usual. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, get a handle on what's happening before you just go out, you know, like, I, because the thing is. I know there's scores of people who think we're all overreacting, which is that's perfectly fine. Maybe we are, but the right. thing is, and maybe I'd we much are. Rather overreact and be cool, than you know, just continue on as usual and then just spread the shit fucking everywhere. And then now everybody's <laughs> everybody's sick. Absolutely, <laughs> I tell my kids it's like parenting. My kids will say, "Well, why do you always think the worst case scenario?" I am preparing you for the worst case scenario, child, right? Like I have to prepare you like that the cops may stop you. Or I have to pre- I have to act as if you are going to get offered drugs a hundred times or if, you know, that you are going to, you know, want to have sex. I'm going to prepare like here, here are condoms. You know, they always, and I'm like, it's not that I'm judging it on who you are or any factual information except for the fact that I read. I know stats. And so I'm preparing you about the worst case scenario. Like we need to do that here. Like, okay, this stuff might be some raggedy mess right here. Like let's prepare. Right. <laughs> Cause no, it's funny. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, man, it's, well, you were just talking about the uncertainty thing again. Cause I, I literally just, um, you know, had a, a, a phone call with my, my team at work and mm-hmm. look, I have, I have a, a, a teammate who actually works in, in Texas and, his thing was like, uh, how, you know, because they're asking him, like, how you doing down there? He's like, everything's cool. Like, I don't even know what's big all this. He's like, then he asked the question. He's like, does anybody even know anybody who has it? And like, honestly, as of right this moment, I think my cousin actually might have it. And and my thing is just right. like, hey, yeah, no, we actually, this, but that goes into what you were saying before, where it's like, people don't know how serious to take all of this because it's like, all right, it, it hasn't hit me yet. So it can't be real. It's like, people don't have some sort of empathy where it's like, all right. Just because it hasn't directly hit you yet doesn't yeah. mean that this thing isn't doing what it does out here. Like, I mean, listen, we're not Italy, but go look at Italy's numbers. It's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, right? And ours are, are trending that way. Well, I have a friend in the hospital. Um, I was just over, I was just listening to my son. He's on, you know, he's home from uh, Hampton University. And basically the professor told them, like, I think I may have it. Oh, um, although she was teaching. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think and the reason why, you know, on, you know, Randy B's Facebook page, I have been posting a person, you know, when people die and they're African-American, I've been posting it because I want my sisters and brothers to know, like, people are dying. This is for real. Stop bullshitting. Right. It's happening um, because for a long time. You know, we didn't think we could get it. And I, I'm going to say this, though, because me and you both, we have our slight conspiracy situations, okay? <laughs> I didn't I didn't see 
a picture of any black per any any person that had that was suffering from it had had that died from it right for a while they were saying people were dying and we just weren't seeing a picture the very first picture i saw of a person who had died was a brother in new orleans right mm -hmm. and his his picture was all over the place and i found that very fascinating and the second picture i've seen and i posted it on my page was a sister who was a nurse i think in in st louis and i'm like it's funny how i'm not seeing tons of pictures i've have seen some but now of non-black people shown right but you know it's being tagged the chinese virus which oh my god just i'm about to just go off about that it's you know, and black people are being shown with it. And I was like, I promise you, even statistically with our numbers, we may not be getting it to the same rate. Who knows? But I was like, it's always going to be shown that we're the ones, you know, having it, passing it on. It's our issue more so. I just, I don't know. I don't trust. I never just trust the media's portrayal of black people in any situation. That's fair. That's very, that's very fair. For, for, for me, though, what I say to, you know, people who just you know, don't think like, or how real is this? People also have to, to, to understand that not a lot of testing has been done. Meaning there's right. a bunch of you probably walking around with it. You just don't fucking right. know. Like you don't like, you, honestly you don't, don't know. Like, like I think it was, um, I just saw a report like this past Saturday, uh, New York Presbyterian hospital out of all the people on just Saturday alone, all the people they tested for coronavirus on Saturday, 50% of them had it. Yeah. So it's just like, you might not know, because like I'm saying, like some people are asymptomatic, some people aren't showing signs of certain things. So you guys may be walking around with it. You have no fucking idea. You have no idea who you're passing it to. And you're talking about the basketball yeah. player uh, earlier, Donovan Mitchell. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, guys, like just because like you might be cool, just <laughs> that doesn't mean that you pass it to somebody else. They're yeah, your grandparent, cool. your aunt, your mother, or somebody else could not be, you know, they could take those symptoms that, that the disease told you. Know, like, so especially because, you know, I'm in New York and, you know, New York is just, the numbers here are just raising at insane, you know, race. Just, just well, because it's so many right, people. It's so many, it's so many <laughs> people. Like, <laughs> New York, it almost seems like y'all should just agree to get it. Like, like you know what? Let's just, because I don't even see how. No, you, like, they, they basically said. Come, New York. They basically said operate as if you have it because it's like the, the right. odds that's are, what they said the here odds are you we, the odds are we probably do because it's like right you, at least for me like i take the train i take the train to work and it's just like the train is the right. best thing on the planet like so in the world <laughs> like you you got you, you you don't just have that you got a lot of right it's funny it's funny you say that because um you know they talk about people who are the, the people who are more susceptible are I mean, of course, that's slowly being debunked, but originally it was like, you know, older people or people with, you know, compromised, you know, immune systems. And it was like back in 20, mm -hmm. back in 2014, mind you, I was in my fucking 20s. I was in my 20s. Back in 2014, I caught pneumonia mm -hmm. and I definitely mm -hmm. caught it from the motherfucking train. Absolutely. I had to. Like, I had to have caught it from the train. Right, you right. You know what I mean? So it's like, technically, I might even fall in the, uh, the category of people with compromised uh, immune systems because I still have like scarring on my lung or whatever from just the amount of insane coughing I was doing just because of the pneumonia. So it was like, listen, wow, y'all can play games if you want to. I'm gonna be in my house drinking. Leave me alone. Like <laughs> that's me too. I'm because I do believe I do believe alcohol has medicinal purposes too. Oh, hey, listen, listen. If it doesn't, it does. <laughs> if it doesn't, it still does. If it, if it doesn't, it does. <laughs> if it doesn't, it still does. 
<laughs> so what do you think? I mean, how do you think that you're going to be changed? Or have you, do you feel like already, have you like seen a change in yourself? Um, you know, it's, I can't necessarily say that, um, you know, me personally mm-hmm. has, has, has changed too, too much. I, I feel, I still feel relatively the same, or at least my thought process. So I, I think more so for me, I thought it was very interesting to see how, you know, the government, you know, was reacting to all of this. And reason, here's the reason why, I say, mm-hmm. here's the reason why I say, mm-hmm. I say that because, and mind you, this is not an endorsement of anybody because frankly, mm-hmm. I think all the presidential candidates suck, but that's a discussion for another day. We can talk about that. <laughs> right. But mm-hmm. you look at some of their some of their ideas, mm-hmm. they were basically painted as crazy for having them. Like if you go to like Andrew Yang, Andrew Yang mm-hmm. was basically painted as crazy for a universal basic income, right? Or mm-hmm. Bernie was painted as crazy for eliminating student debt and you know Medicare for all, which I'm not even here to discuss whether people agree with it or not. But all of a sudden, mm-hmm. motherfuckers want to send everybody a thousand dollars each. Granted, it got killed. Oh, right. Granted, it got killed in the Senate. That's also another topic for another day. But it's just like, oh, so you guys do have the money. Yeah, yeah. Right. You have it the is possible. Money. It's possible. Right. So all these crazy ass ideas that everybody said were fucking insane. No, you guys could do it if you wanted to. Or how all these businesses are going to be bailed out. I mean, you know, guaranteed they're going to get bailed out because, you know, the people who own them and run them, the CEOs, are friends. You know, and they're seen as, but, you know, let somebody else ask for a bailout, a loan, some help. It's like welfare. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You can make this stuff work. Like the airlines, like the the airlines collectively essentially told them, hey, either bail us out or we're going to be forced to, you know, lay people off. And they were estimating numbers up to like three quarters of a million people. And it's just like, yeah, so, so you're basically dangling the rest of us on a string. Just yep. to get your money to save you, <laughs> like it's 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 gross, like it's fucking gross. <laughs> it's interesting how it can be, you know, recharacterized depending on who's the person receiving it. Right, that, that's what's always interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's just like, like I mean, because listen, and I'm sure somebody's gonna argue with me about this. It's perfectly fine. We can they should. we can debate all we want to, but it's like the idea of just straight up and down giving people money, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all categorize that as socialism. But that's what y'all are doing now or trying to do now. Right. But so it's not crazy when you think it can benefit you, but <laughs> it's crazy when somebody else says it. When somebody else has the issue. And like I said, I'm not endorsing anything because frankly, at this point, I don't know what to make of any of these people. It's just that it's funny how narratives can always be spun depending on who's the one saying it. When it's like, no, if you think critically at all it's all the same shit it's all the same shit right (laughs) it's totally fascinating to me too what do you think um about this whole characterization of the chinese virus ah man like people just can't wait to be racist they just can't wait they They, they cannot wait wait. to be racist like you see like even the numbers of like asian americans who are just getting assaulted on the streets, just they're know. getting their they're getting their butts whipped. Like, and, I mean, and, and the thing and, is, there's and 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 keep in mind, everybody, listen. All the coronavirus uh, media coverage that you're seeing, how many of them are talking about the Asian people that are getting beat up? 
Like that's no, no. That's then. That's what kills me. Like it's like they don't give a shit. Like the media, and and, and let me say something to you. This is one thing that has annoyed me, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it because I know some of my sisters and brothers are thinking it because they've written it to me. Well, how many of them have stuck up for us during um you know our crises? How many of them have you know like you know been around us for Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff? Point well taken accurate i feel you absolutely i'm angry we need to do better right but at some point we need to do better and maybe if we're the ones who kind of started because black folks are the ones who kind of start everything that's what makes us freaking amazing and we realize that racism is racism is racism right we don't get um like points nobody's getting a whole lot of points with with white folks when it's down to it when it comes down to the thing and if all brown people would say we're going to collectively fight racism. Like we would be no freaking joke. Like it would be no freaking joke, but because we don't and we're all trying to be the greatest of the disenfranchised, like, you know what I <laughs> Yo, mean? What did, what, did Dave, what, did, what did Dave Chappelle call out that he called it the racism Olympics? Like, it's just like, it is, that is so like, it is so true, truly the racism Olympics. And I'm like, like we all are fucking like being criminalized and hurt and disenfranchised. And like, so at a certain point we just need to get like, say we are not showing up for the racism Olympics and unite because it's the it's, only way. It's, it's, we can't it's very win. simple. It's, it's, it's very simple. And it's like, listen, everybody's saying you guys have a point. I feel you. I feel you. Yes. But, but if we refuse to speak out on other injustices because other people don't speak up for our injustices, then we'll just always be siloed off and then nothing will ever get accomplished. Always. It's right. Very, it's, it's, it's very simple. It's, like, it's, it's, it's very clear. Because as separate entities we are not big enough to challenge status quo. Preach, 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 preach. Like, like, yes. like, like, and listen, if we, if we want to get into it, listen, listen, if you, I'm all about the conspiracy bags. I'm, 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 that's, that's my thing. That's my shit. But right, right. if you, if you really want to pay attention to take your, take your Malcolms or take your Fred Hamptons, for example, like Fred Hampton, especially, they yeah. were known for all the shit that they were, you know, saying back then. It wasn't until they said, "Hey, you over there too. Let's uh let's all work together." Like when Fred Hampton was calling together, you know, Native Americans and white people, that's when he got killed. <laughs> Listen, th- th- this is what I try to tell people. I mean, you know, I always got to go back. Like, I got to bring it back to me. But you know, it's like with my Facebook thing. I tell people, I said, pay a freaking attention, people. They don't ever block, you know, bullshit like Friday Ratchet Media and all that kind of stuff. When you start talking about unity and love and look how great we are and let's love one another, they will try the, the best to shut you down. It's a fact, right? I mean, I know that, that is a fact. That the fight is on. You know, and if 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 we recognize the power of unity, we would act so much differently. But instead, we want to keep the bullshit going on where we're mad about, we're mad at everybody. 
we're mad within our own group about the light skin and the dark skin and the, and the, and the, uh, are you from the streets? Are you from the country? Are you are you have you sold out to the man? Is your hair one way or the other? Do you wear your hair natural or do you have a weave? I mean, they, like literally all these little things, and so they really get mad when I'm like, well, also I'm really upset about this was happening in the Chinese American world or Chinese world, how they're being abusive. People are like, how are you going to stick up for them? We better stick up for each other. We better recognize it's, what's it's happening. Very, it's very simple. It's very simple. Like We are not big enough entities on our own. That's why they're called minority groups. We're right. minority groups right. because we're a fucking minority in this country. But and, 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 if and, you put together all the minority groups, guess what? Now we're the majority. We're the majority. And if we would realize that and realize that for the most part, when people who are racist, when they see minorities, they see minorities. Like, I mean, they're not saying, oh, no, we're going to treat this one a little bit different because actually <laughs> this person is from Colombia and we're going to treat. Like, they don't give a shit. They see a brown person that does not look like them. If they're racist, they're going to get you. Like, it's going to happen. Just look know, at it. It's when you mentioned Colombia. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Taba. I forgot when the... um. When the when the caravan, when the when the caravan was coming up through South America, which by the way, back to the back to my conspiracy bag, whatever happens, all the hoopla around the caravan, but we could talk about that another. <laughs> we could talk about that another time too. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching some news coverage when they said like different Mexican countries, and it was just like, wait, bro, oh no, god, that's, oh, that's not how, that's oh, not how that works. Like, so all y'all people think, oh, I'm from Ecuador. Well, according to this white man, you a different country of Mexico. So, well, well listen, when <laughs> I used to teach, well, from my family's from Mexico, uh, from um, Texas, but when I used to teach high school, we had like 37 different countries represented in one class. Like, uh, you know, like our bit, my big, like it was crazy. It was a great school, Wakefield High School in Arlington, Virginia. Loved it. Extremely diverse. And the kids from El Salvador or Panama or Colombia or, you know, wherever they were from, Brazil, they would get so mad because to the rest of the, the school, they'd be like, you know, so I was talking to this Mexican and they would get so <laughs> mad, right? Because they'd be like, yeah. I am not Mexican. I am from El Salvador, which I would get mad too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, you want to be where you want to be from. But it goes to the point that when it comes to people who are racist or ignorant or want to be Ain't uninformed, no no there's no difference. So you might as well roll with the people who give a damn and you might as well also have sympathy and empathy for the people who are struggling. Maybe not the exact same way, maybe not to the exact same extent, but, but as acknowledge, long as, it. Acknowledge, acknowledge it. And as long as we continue to fight, they've won. As long as we continue to act as if we are truly separate, as if there really is a huge difference between, between that's why you like you when you go to certain like areas that are super impoverished, you do see a whole bunch of people of different races rolling together because we're like, oh shit, we're all just po trying to make it. They ain't got time to be tripping off of some bu- some bullshit until the the world makes us. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, mm-hmm. it, we 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 got to do better. We we totally have to uh, do better. We got to end this real quick. We cannot talk about the Rona without talking about. The tenderoni, the <laughs> no, nice, and what he's done for America. Yo, now nah, like my boy, like my boy's actually is the one who put me on. I didn't even know what was happening until he sent it to me. He's like, "Yo, D nice is going crazy right now. Go check." It oh, out. Man, so, I was on, I was so, on yeah, there like, when think, he had like one thousand people. So I think you know I'm one of the early adopters and shit. You know, no, what you I mean? I'm probably, bragging. You probably, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll freely admit that I was late to the party. But then when I finally put it on, first thing I heard was Buju. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm home. I'm home." <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, it's it's it like it speaks to the healing nature of music. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. I mean, the Listen, world is falling apart. Times is have some fun. Right. I mean, the world I mean, the world is falling apart, and we like the Titanic. Like the boat is sinking. We're like, yeah, play that shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you forget everything. At least you know, saying at least temporarily. Temporarily. But it's, like, listen, it's a necessary. It's a necessary relief. It is a necessary relief, especially during times of uncertainty. Go back to the songs that at least make you feel a certain way. Take you back you know to I mean? the when times were easier. Well, also, let me just say this on on the end of note: we got to respect that it was a brilliant business plan, a business idea. I don't even know if he thought. I don't think he thought about it this way. But D Nice um, is going to be booked for the next three years. Don't anybody have some fantasy that they're going to have him DJ their uh, daughter's sixteenth birthday party? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's done. Yeah, it's that's not, done. it's over. Sorry, he's he's gonna be booked. He's gonna he he just made himself so relevant. Um, he's gonna make a lot of money, and it's gonna go a long way. So, one thing I try to say is, you know, the D nice effect. Think about doing these hard times, guys. What you can do to to creatively to get through this um, in all ways. Like we got to be creative right now. In and thinking about things. I know I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, it's a conversation that I was just, you know, having with my boy. He was saying, cause he knows that I'm in the house, just making a whole bunch of music. He was just like, listen, man, you should put something up. So that's probably what I'm going to start doing too. So we're going to, we're going to jam out at some point in time, at least show me creating something, doing something. We'll figure it out. I I'll love it. it. I love it. Okay. Well, yeah, we got to talk. All right. Then. I'll figure it out. Thanks for hollering. Let's talk again this week. Because I Absolutely. think this is another thing that can help us all realize that we're not in this alone. Absolutely. You all right. already know. All right, LC. Yes, Take it easy. Same to you. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap, fam, with this episode of Conversations with Randy B. We will chat with you next time. In the meantime, you can find me at randyb.net. Randy underscore underscore B on Instagram or Randy B on Facebook. Catch up with you later. Take care until then.